Hello, welcome to the Vergecast uh, on day five billion of CES. <laughs> um, uh, I'm a broken man. My name is Neil Patel. Uh, I'm, I'm joined here by Dieter Bone. I'm a shattered man. <laughs> uh, my girl Nicola's here. I have to take my hat off. <laughs> Why? Because there's shadows. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so Nicola's here is I think already removing accessories here. Removing accessories already. In fact, Nicola's oh, no. here. And for the first half of the show. Yeah. Yeah, you're good. Uh, Nicola's now wearing her hat back. Literally, the crowd okay. is heckling Nicola to put her hat backwards. <laughs> I'm, doing a, I'm doing a quick check. Wow, this is the most like authentic. Version. The guitar is playing. Everything about CES involves like extraordinary amounts of noise that you don't want in your life. Yeah. Um, my boy Vlad Sabov is here. Hello. You gotta. I don't think we heard you. Hello. Hey, go. Vlad. Hey, I hear myself as well now. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. So uh, it's day three yeah. of the show. According to our whacked out math of right. whatever fucking day it's it is. It's day two of the show floor. It's day two of the show floor. Right. Um, I have literally been talking all day long. All I've done today is talk. Why? Um, because there's something very exciting that happened this morning, which I'm just going to lead with. Uh, right now, as we record this, you're going to hear it in your car later tomorrow in your life. But as we record this, uh, the CEO of Vox Media, Jim Bankoff, the CEO of Intel, Brian Krasanich, uh, and Kara Swisher, the executive at Recode, are on a stage somewhere else at CES uh, announcing um, the Hack Harassment Project, uh, which is a partnership between Intel, Vox Media, uh, Recode, and Lady Gaga's Born This Way Foundation to uh, fight harassment online, um, which is cool. We, I don't think we've ever been a part of a CES announcement ourselves. Yeah. So that's neat. Um, so th there was a call out on stage during the Intel keynote a couple days ago, and today there's an event to formally announce the campaign with the Gaga, the Born This Way Foundation from Lady Gaga. So there's a piece on The Verge about it. Uh, there's, we, I interviewed Brian Krasanski of Intel this morning. We talked to Kara about it. It's really cool. Um, I will just say this. like It's a problem that we deal with on our site. Um, I'm sure Vergecast listeners know that we had to shut down comments, and now we started flipping comments on selectively, uh, which works really well. We have a great community. We value that community. We want to keep it safe and positive for people. Um, and there's going to be a series of hackathons throughout the year, next year, well, this year, um, where they try to build tools and resources for other platforms and other media companies to build safe spaces and safe communities for people. So I think that's really cool. I'm very excited about it. I'm like proud to be a part of it. I'm also, it's like just pretty cool to have a CES announcement. Yeah. I never get to do that. Um, we're here. Yeah. Announcing stuff. We're here announcing you're, you're stuff. You're pointing at somebody. I have no idea. I'm just, Andrew and I are just, have, our, our, our producer Andrew and I, we're just doing, we're just communicating telepathically. Yeah. Um, anyway, so that's cool. Um, you can read about it in The Verge. We'll have coverage throughout the year. Mm. Obviously, we're part of Vox Media. So we're gonna we're gonna maintain our editorial distance from the story a little bit, but I'm proud to be a part of a company that's doing it um, and working on this stuff. So you'll see more about that this year when there's a cool video with uh, Brian Krasanich coming up. Anyway, so that's I think the big news. I'm very proud of it. I think it's cool. Um, but let's get into not me talking and not me my voice going away. I, Vlad, I want to know what's your CS like, man? What have you seen? What have you been, what have you been into? Where have you been? I've been all over the place. I've uh, done a whole bunch of live blogs. I took some amazing photos of Cassie Rye. Yeah. Yes. Uh, because. <laughs> oh, yeah. Vlad and I did the Sony live blog together. Yeah. Uh, which was beautiful. I mean, Kaz and Mike, they had absolutely nothing to announce, but they had so much yeah. swagger your, your about it. Your photos were the best thing to happen at that, uh, but, that Sony keynote. Well, no, I don't I don't necessarily agree because they had so much swagger about the fact that they had nothing to announce. Like, yeah. <laughs> they were just really great fun. 
And like my way of, well, my analogy to it is like, they're like your alcoholic uncle who is nevertheless still really fun and amusing when he's drunk. This is like <laughs> the third time we brought up al- alcoholic uncles on the Vergecast this week. It yeah, well, it's the first time I've That's our theme today. <laughs> yeah. Just so um, you know, get ready. But yeah, but apart from that, actually, on the show itself and in terms of the new products that I've seen, I have somehow, as many laptops as I've seen and touched in my life, been excited by laptops again. Uh, because HP have introduced this Elite Book Folio which is pretty much a 2015 MacBook, Apple MacBook, <laughs> on Windows. But you know, you laugh, but I'm not laughing. I actually want one. Wow. You know, this thing has two USB-C ports, so it doubles up the MacBook. Um, it has just amazing construction. It's built beautifully. It has a touchscreen, oh, it has a 4K display, and it even has Thunderbolt 3, 3.0. So, I mean, I the only downside and I think it's going to be what kind of processor does it have it has an Intel Core M but wait 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 Uh. okay Core M look at all the last year sucked right yeah it was not good enough um, and nobody should have bought a laptop with last year's (coughs) Core M but the new Skylake Core M has potential I don't know that it's necessarily going to be good enough but just browsing around the verge and you know again the touch screen pinching zooming doing all those things basic web browsing (laughs) pinching zooming uh, swiping Look, it's, it's, it's a basic but uh, useful test for performance and yeah. it looks really fluid like I was impressed with it and I'm willing to believe in it what I'm more worried about is actually battery life because it's just so tiny and thin mm-hmm. uh, and it could be like four or five hours and just completely spoil things but still that is you know one of the highlights for me the other is uh, Razer just introduced mm-hmm. uh, the Blade Stealth which is an ultrabook that is nevertheless a gaming laptop because again it uses USB-C and it connects to the Razer Core, which is a breakout box to stick a desktop GPU into. Right. This is like an old idea, though. Oh, it's the an idea old that you're going to plug your laptop into a thing that makes it like great. Has anybody games. done it correctly, though? Right. No, because we, we keep doing it, and I, it might be impossible to do correctly. Well, we believe in USB-C. Is the, the yeah. we have we have hope. What a strange thing to believe. In. We have hope in USB-C. I mean, ever since. I could afford to buy a laptop. The first thing I wanted to have was a thing that I could take to lectures so it could be portable and then I could bring back and play some games when I'm at home. Yeah. And this totally solves that problem. Yeah. I mean, the looking at this HP thing, looking at the Razer, looking at the other, I mean, honestly, MacBook clones that we've seen here, uh, and, you know, even Dell's XPS 13, which is pretty old, but around, they, they made a new version of it here too. Like, they made it gold, I think. And it looks gorgeous. It looks gorgeous. There is no good reason to buy junky, plasticky laptops. Yeah, uh, you know, if you can afford it. Like once, if you have a thousand bucks to spend on a laptop, you can yeah. get something just flat out gorgeous. Yes, right. And that that has never been the case before. You could like pick your platform, pick your even pick your manufacturer. If you're, I mean, are there HP fanboys? If you're an HP fanboy, are you there? Could get that'd be amazing. Thing. I think there are Dell fanboys. Yeah, they're like hardcore. They all live in Texas. Yeah. And, that's where Dell is. <laughs> One imagines they have some hometown pride. Probably. Yeah. yeah. Well, so what else? I think the idea that laptops are great again is really interesting. But you have to believe in Windows 10, which is like hard. Mm. Well, to some extent, um, there's, there's also the fact that the touchpads have improved. Right. You know, the... the have they? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, they have a touch... The touchscreen is like actually kind of makes up for it in some ways. No, well, the touchscreen is always a workaround. I don't want to work around. I want to have if I, if there's a touchpad, I want it to work. Right. That that is like one of the biggest frustrations for me with piece of technology, and it's the frustration you get with CES every year is 
people put things in and they're like maybe this works we hope this will work and that's what i see with all the kitchenware stuff you can get me excited about kitchenware seriously fridges and washing machines etc if i could see is there a washing machine in your kitchen yeah mm-hmm. really uh, that's, that's actually in, in the uk yeah washing machines are always in the kitchen Oh, there's a washing machine in my kitchen. I live in a New York apartment. Yeah. So technically everything is in my kitchen. But <laughs> a, another bit of uh, European trivia is that actually Dutch people are a bit smarter than us and they tend to put the washing machine in the bathroom. And I look at that and I think, why do they put it in the bathroom? And I think, actually, that makes a lot more sense than what we do. Why? Because when you take your clothes off to shower, you just put them right in. Now who even needs a hamper? Strange. Strange moments. Efficiency. But the, the, the point that I was trying to make about <laughs> CES, the point I was trying to make about CES is I see all these things being thrown at washing machines and fridges, Samsung, yeah. LG, etc. And I have zero confidence that they will be here again next year saying this is our evolution of the last thing. Yeah. Right. I think they're going to come up with something completely different and random again. Like LG has this thing where you walk in front of the fridge and it cracks itself open. Okay, that's here today, and maybe a couple of people will buy it, but is that going to have an evolution in the future? Yes. Okay. I mean, it opens, like, it opens up another three inches every year. Until yeah, or, it's or it opens the other side. I mean, like, it's just it, that stuff I see evolving. What I don't see evolving is, like, will the firmware in the smart fridge exactly. ever get updated? Like, you buy the one to, like, next year they'll come out with a new one that has a whole new interface yeah. and a whole new set of, like, bad apps. Because they have, they built a bunch of bad apps for the fridge, and Samsung did. But are they ever going to update that thing? I mean, is it ever? Are they going to issue security updates for your smart Wi-Fi fridge for a thousand years or whatever? How long do fridges last? Is it a thousand years? Yeah. yeah. No, ten. Ten? Yeah. No, it's more than ten. We just had to. Re- my dad just had to replace his. Yeah. Fridges fridge. are good for like twenty years. But like, I think the tank-like fifties refrigerators. Are, like, oh. what is the what is the end of life cycle on the Samsung fridge? Like, when do they stop u- updating Tizen on the Android? Oh, the, man. The, the Samsung there's, fridge. No, there's no way that lasts more. They, they're not going to update that for more than two or three years. But then again, if you're the sort of person who's buying a fridge with a 21-inch touchscreen, you're like, you're like maybe you like, you you're like a fridge hype beast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> a fridge hype beast is a great thing. Appliance hype beast. Oh, man, waiting in line. Do you know what one of my favorite blogs is? Appliancehypebeast.com. Well, appliancist. Like, reading about appliances is wild. Like, people are into it. I'm telling you. Yeah. This is the next This is the next mobile device. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, a cooler? A, a cooler? A cooler is a mobile fridge. <laughs> yes. Well, you know, it's gonna. The next one's gonna have a touchscreen on top. Do you know that was one of the, the most popular Kickstarters of all time? Was a cooler? Was a cooler it's with like a Bluetooth speaker? Like all ki- Kickstarters, it's kind of. Oh, a for disaster. the best picnic. Yeah. It's simple. Why would you want to fund that? Yeah. yeah. It has a it has a, a thing on the top that you can stick a blender on and you can make margaritas. This is amazing. <laughs> yeah, and many many people got scammed by this Kickstarter. Oh, they they can't they can't make it. No, it's well, like what too happened good was to be they started. Yeah. It's they, too cool. Like, like they dude's started like, I gotta shipping. get back in this lab. I gotta no, they're making it. They, I think they started <laughs> shipping to people who bought it straight on Amazon before they shipped it to backers because they needed to get the revenue to keep making. Is oh. I think what happened. I don't know. It's just funny. Like the coolest schooler scam was like a real story. Like they kept on being like, it's delayed again. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like integrating this Bluetooth speaker is too much for us. <laughs> it happened. All right, so. Vlad, what it sounds like to me you're saying is like a bunch of stuff is really good and just getting refined. Like we're yeah. at the laptop point. And then a bunch of other stuff here is like straight garbage. Well, it's not garbage. But there's nothing in that middle zone where you're like, this is going to get, I can see the next two versions of it. Yeah. Um, well, it's not so much garbage. I, 
you know, when we can, when we come to CES every year, the first thing we do is we kind of try and shed our cynicism. Yeah. Because it's so easy to be jaded about technology and all of these things. Uh, and I think we succeed. As a group, we succeed. But it's the companies make it really hard for us because they're super cynical themselves. Right. Like, they will come out and just use language which just does not belong, does not fit in with fridges, okay? <laughs> or front-loading washing machines. Like, LG will come out and say something like, we have America's favorite front load washing machine. And I don't think America cares to have a favorite in that category, okay? And the other thing is, like you're saying, how long does a fridge last? A decade, two decades, whatever, Mm -hmm. right? Everybody's trying to get this short-lived technology into long-lived appliances Mm -hmm. and just kind of force it in and then force you to want to upgrade the short-lived technology. So we're literally facing the future where somebody's gonna say, my fridge doesn't have a quad-core processor in it, so I can't get the latest software patch. Yes, and, and that I, is the future I wish to live in. Can you imagine if we were everything around you is full of bad software and old hardware? Mm. I can. And Actually, yeah, I can totally <laughs> imagine that. I mean, I'm not imagining it, I mean, just take a walk. No, so I have this theory, I've been talking about it all day, I have this theory, um, you know, our po- most popular posts here were like record players. Uh, seriously, we're two record players, the Sony record player and the Technics record player were our most popular posts. The analog renaissance. The analog I'm renaissance. I'm standing right strong behind it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I believe that it is basically like Gen X, like we just, we experienced like endless amounts of convergence. We're like, first the, like, the smartphone ate the CD player and then it ate cameras and it ate camcorders. But, and that was exciting. So we like went for the ride, but like another, like I think the millennial generation like didn't get to experience the heady rush of digital music. They're just like, this is what music is like. It kind of sucks. And like, there's a running away from software. Like things that don't require you to interact with software are all over the place here. And they're super popular. Like the record player does not require software. I Although remember. the Sony cameras. Huh? Yeah, of course the Sony one so They can't help themselves. Yeah, yeah. I remember covering National Record Store Day in like 2013 and having a stat that it was the, that was like the biggest year of vinyl sales ever. Yeah, and that it's just every year is the biggest year of vinyl sales ever. What's happening? Nothing. All right. Don't worry about it. Does somebody have a record player over there? No. All right. It's, I think it's too distracting for us to be on the stage. There's like a <laughs> lot of people moving around. Yeah. Um, no, so there's a vinyl boom. It's, yeah. We've talked about record players every day on the show here because that's what people want to talk about at CES. Is like, have you seen the record player? Which is insane to me. I feel like I've been living in this record player moment Yeah. for a long time. Do you have a record player? No. Are you going to get one? Um, probably not. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that many of my friends don't have record players. They're right. carbon copies of me. Are you gonna they're get record it? players, they're collections. Copies of me. <laughs> uh, do you have a film camera? Would you ever buy a film I camera? I do have a film camera. What yeah. do you, and do you, where do you send the film to? The one hour Walgreens in Times Square. Oh my God. Hell. Yeah. Like hell. You literally take pictures and send them to hell. I walk them there to hell. <laughs> <laughs> and then I walk back an hour later through hell again. Yeah. I'm telling you, there's like a whole movement of people who just don't want to use software. There's only like two places in, like two chain places in New York to get your, okay, I'm going to say this wrong. I'm going to get so many angry people on the internet. There's more than two. But if you're looking at like the CVS Walgreens, there's like very, very few options in New York to get yeah. your film 
uh, developed. There's probably some dude in Bushwick who has like a basement photo lab and he's gonna be like my boutique photo lab and it's gonna blow up. That's oh, yeah. a trend piece we should find. I mean there's definitely not basement. not that right now. Yeah. We should we should do a trend should piece of basement basement dark rooms. Yeah. If you have a basement dark room in New York, I'm coming to your house. Well, it's not as you should probably specify f- for photography. Eli's oh, coming to your yeah. I just want to hang out. Just, okay. What do you like? What are you like, person who buys chemicals to make photography? What's it like being you? I mean, you're, you're I had I was a chill person. Yeah. I was a dark room person. But again, like I'm saying, like that was my experience with photography. Is like, you shot the black and white photos in middle school, and they taught you how to develop the thing. Mm-hmm. I have a scar on my face because the negative processing room the door was really heavy and cracked me in the face when I was like 12 wow yeah and then I was like digital cameras are way better than being physically abused by doors <laughs> but, but there is a question though which is who has all the space for all this analog stuff because I don't have a room that I can dedicate to photo processing at home and I don't have uh, you know all the shelf space to be storing a massive extremely heavy vinyl collection and the other but I don't think you get so that's the thing right like you live in the streaming moment so you don't need the collection I think you just buy the ones that you really like so it's just a completely hipster movement it's like I have two vinyl records from a vinyl player well not like two no you go to thrift stores this is what we do yeah but okay you get them fine but then what do you do once you have them where do you store all this stuff on a shelf Right, but then also next to the record player, like you're saying, uh, going back to analog books are kind of having a resurgence. Ebooks didn't kill off physical books. Yeah, actually, independent bookstores doing better than ever. It's it's just crazy to me that we're at CES and we're talking about physical media. People want to touch on stage stuff. in front yeah. of people. Like it's wild. I don't know. I mean, I I, I get I, the, I know where you're coming. From. I get the whole tactile response and the smell and all of that stuff. This is this, these are my memories: comic books and encyclopedias, and the particular smell of just ripping them open. I get that, but you were ripping your encyclopedias. No, uh, ripping open the cellophane packaging. Oh, okay. Um, right. Thank you for the correction. Just saying. It's an important one, uh, but at the same time, we're living in ever more denser, more urban environments, and I just don't have any idea where people are gonna store all this analog entertainment. But I don't think it's all of it, right? I think that's the thing. Like, it's just so weird that we're talking about this here. It's you're going to store the ones that are like slices of your identity. Yes, that's, right. You're going to you're going to you're going to curate your bookshelf so it's like it looks like these are the books I read. Here's person. So, so this thing means something to me, so I have it in the physical world in some manifestation. Yeah, yeah. So you, it's like yeah. your Facebook interests, but in your house. Right. No, I mean, this is this is precisely what I've done. Like, I, I, I dropped out of grad school, and uh, I had a, a giant, sh- like, wall of books, just an unbelievable amount of books. And then as I started moving, uh, I was like, well, these suck to carry. And then I would slowly call them down, and, like, every time I'd move, I'd look at my books and be like, well, what gets to go? And what's left are, like, the ones that I care about or that I, you know, want to care about. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, but the record stuff, like, it's not like because I have an LP player, I don't have Spotify in my phone. There's just, like, it's, like, nice to, like, we, we talked about records for, like, a half an hour yesterday. <laughs> it's just that you, you it's have the It's the story of the about. show. I'm telling you it's the story of the show. Is like, the two, the, the number of record players and film cameras and, like, Kodak Super 8 movie camera that shoots old film. Like, the fact that that stuff is coming back because there's a market for it and the demand actually drove these companies to produce the products. Not, they just weren't like, 
we're gonna do some. Hype. Yeah, they didn't try and like create this trend that like happened to them, and now they're trying well, to catch up. How would any tech company want to create a trend like let's go back to paper books? Like nobody's going to, <laughs> like nobody has a library section here or a bookstore. It, it it doesn't work. But I think your point about Facebook interest is very good because what we're finding is like people who are used to having a digital identity mm-hmm. as now figuring out ways to build it in the physical world whereas as Neilai <coughs> says we're old enough um, and shattered enough to, <laughs> to have the memories of like all of our identity was en- embodied in physical things and then we turned it digital and like you're saying now it's a reversal we're going back around which I guess is going to make wait CS- so I'm asking you a harder question because mm-hmm. I, I was thinking about this too the other thing that we came up with was like a handful of companies that transform the world over and over again. So like Apple, Google, Facebook, like the... Sony? Well, no, no, yeah, Sony, but like we watch Sony die, we watch Micro, but like Apple for me is the company that constantly reinvents things, right? Like that was the moment. Like they were like, we're doing an iPod, it's brand new, we're doing a phone, here's what a computer looks like now, no, it looks like this, here's a tablet, here's a new, like that was the thing. And then Google was like, here's how you use the internet. And then, right? But like little kids, like five, six, seven, eight, ten year olds, they don't have any of that context. And like walking around here and thinking like, why are people buying record players? It actually is like, what would it be like growing up in a world where Apple is the dominant one and Google is the dominant one and that you don't recognize them as underdogs in any way or you don't recognize them as having reinvented anything because right. those are the inventions in your life. And that, this part, of the, there's nothing at this show that like indicates to me that anyone will ever perform that other role, but it's like wild to think about. Like, just as we move back to these other formats, like the, the reference frame for everything that we think about the industry might be totally wrong right. in 15 years or something. Well, the thing is, if, we, if we're going back to analog I've been smoking now, a lot of weed as I walk around the show. <laughs> no, but if we're going back to analog now, I don't know that we'll necessarily ever have that sort of giant company. No. Uh, the same way that, like you're saying, uh, well, we had Sony in the 90s, we had Apple, etc. Um, so that might just end by itself. Maybe the next big um, tech companies are going to be, well, not so much maybe, probably. It will be things like Facebook and their services. Um, and it might even be companies like Gogoro. Uh, you know, I spoke with those guys today. And their thing is we have an electric scooter, which is just one part of this entire vision of rethinking <coughs> energy. But their thing this, at CES was like, oh yeah, we can, you can you can put some battery chargers in your house, but you still can't just go out and buy one unless you're in like one of these cities where they believe that they have a network, right? That's right. Well, you, you can um, they have an open initiative now where mm-hmm. people can volunteer their cities, and if they get enough city, if they get enough people, uh, they will come they will come up and set up their network in the city. Mm. Uh, but it, it does seem like in the tech world, what's going to happen is you're going to have like really massively successful companies which finally solve the whole IoT internet things problem and do like a global massive thing and if Gogoro works out the way that they envision it it's hugely ambitious so you're going to have like you're saying a monolith uh, and you're going to have tiny companies and this sort of you know the gadget maker that makes it really big maybe that era is just over yeah but you need to run you need a screen and a processor and a battery right like Someone's yeah, but those it. are commodities now, aren't they? Well, not with the operating system. Isn't it? What do you think is better, Vlad? Android or iOS? Oh, God. Good question. <laughs> is that time for us to switch you out? I, <laughs> I don't know if there's yeah, that's enough your exit difference music. anymore. Huh? I don't know if there's enough difference anymore. They've copied each other and everybody else to feature parity, so... 
Yeah, Wayne, that was an elegant dodge. Vlad has clearly been interviewing executives all week. <laughs> <laughs> he just elegantly dodged the controversial question. Anyway, we need to break for an the ad. The answer is not Windows Phone. There you go. Yeah. Uh, we need to break for an ad, and we need to swap Vlad out for my friend Kirsten Fresina. So Vlad, it's been good to have you. I don't, I don't know what we're doing. This is like... That was awkward. I haven't had any sleep. I just want to hold your hands. Oh, I've been advocating fist bumps, by the way. So let's do a fist bump. I've been advocating fist bumps. Much more hygienic, hygienic. than handshake. Really hygienic. All right. All right. <clears throat> we, we need to make some money. Get out of here. Bye. Goodbye. Building a website can be tough. And if you do know your way around coding, creating something that looks good and works well is a time-consuming affair. Whether it's for a business site, a portfolio, a restaurant, your weird fucking CES booth, in this day and age, you probably need a website. So lucky for us, Squarespace makes it easy to build beautiful websites without breaking a sweat. Squarespace provides simple, powerful, and beautiful websites that look professionally designed, regardless of skill level, alcohol intake, or just general uh, you know, lack of knowledge. There's no coding required. Not only does Squarespace provide you with intuitive and easy-to-use tools to create your website, Squarespace also has state-of-the-art technology powering your site to ensure security and stability. And you know you can trust in Squarespace for your website needs when millions of people and some of the most respected brands in the world trust them too. Seriously, you can't beat the ease and simplicity of Squarespace. Squarespace gives you 24-7 online support and a beautiful website. So what are you waiting for? Start a trial with no credit card required and start building your website today. And when you decide to sign up for Squarespace, please use the offer code VERGE to get 10% off your first purchase and show your support for this VergeCast uh, because you love the VergeCast. So thanks, Squarespace, for supporting the VergeCast. Thank you for using offer code VERGE to get 10% off. Squarespace, build it beautiful. We're back. Kirsten, what's up? Uh, this is my first CES. This is your first CES. Wow. Yeah. What's it like for you? I feel like I should tell people that. This is my first CES. Okay, yeah. so We're oh, having dueling first CES. I really just want to hear <laughs> what the uh, what the two of you think of this show. I'm, I, I, I actually, I might not speak for the rest of the show. I, I, I just want to know <laughs> what it's been like for you here. Well, one, if you look at either of our Snapchats or the Verge Snapchat, you'll just see us doing a lot of things. Golf carts. Booth babes, all kinds of different <laughs> topics to yeah. be covered. I think. How many booth babes have you seen? Oh, there booth babes is a so hot and dark here. topic. I can't. Really? The number of booth babes here has CES. precipitously yeah. dropped. It is. It is. Really? It's oh my god! It's like still five really percent of what it used to be. I'm yeah. sure yeah. that that's true, but like being at CES as a woman is. Uh, it's weird. It's really weird. It's really like bizarre. walking by a wall of booth babes to get inside of a thing to go use your mind. It's like, oh, excuse me, let me just get through you and your tote bags. Oh, sorry. Well, use your mind? You know, because I'm here to use my brain oh, I to see. do things. Oh, I thought you were uh, like walking through like prop women, being yeah. like, oh, excuse me, you're here to use your body. I'm here to use my brain. Uh, if I could just get past this wall <laughs> you've created. And like, they don't know anything about. What? Did you get a tote bag? No, I hate tote bags. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I have too many of them. They just want to give you a tote bag. I know. Um, Actually, there's less swag here than I thought there was going to be. No, you're totally wrong. Maybe I'm not going to the right yeah. places. Yeah, go South Hall. Yeah. yeah, South Hall is full of... I mean, have you ever wanted a free USB stick in your life? No, I wanted some new hats, No viruses, though. I promise. Yeah. Um, so wait, what else have you seen? What have you actually seen here? Okay, yesterday I got here yeah. after some uh, dilemmas yeah. and a desert road trip. And I, w I spent the day at where all the wearables are. Yeah. So I pretty much looked at that, yeah, fitness that, that stuff, was like an 3D. Yeah. yeah. Um, what, did you see any hot wearables? You know, I got excited about a couple things. I might have emailed someone this morning to ask if I could try it out because I believe it might be the one for me. Whoa. Oh, More information to come. found your wearable. Wow. Possibly, possibly. Wow. I feel wow. really good about the new Misfit. 
Okay. Mm. Ray. What? It has uh, like this copper tube and like a leather band around it. Yeah, Lauren Good wrote up a piece mm-hmm. about it, right? Yeah. It has, you get notifications from your phone and such, but it's just that tiny colored light that yeah. you assign to it. I like I like that one a lot. I like really? the materials a lot. I feel good about it. But it I got to play with it. It like looks like a piece of jewelry, potentially. I it, may it looks still... like a battery on a string. Really? Yeah. I it's dig it. I feel like it. I kind of like it, too. I think like the, the minimal girl, meat supply type yep. girl yeah. is going to be all over that um, as an option. Fossil also has some new stuff coming out that looks really good yeah. um, with like these tortoise shell tops things yeah um and i was looking at those and i was like you know you know in j crew they do like they have like brands we love like not just j crew stuff they have like little curated whatever yeah. if they had that there i wouldn't be that surprised it would not look out of place next to like some chambray and like some brown leather shoes or something it like really didn't look <laughs> so bad. if you're that person you're wearing the tortoise shell yeah you could watch. throw it on you know get going um you know what nicola you've been really harsh on all of the displays i would love for you to talk about like the styling of the booths and stuff because yeah. you have a very interesting perspective comparing it to yeah. different fashion Wait, events you've one been more, to. There's one more wearable thing that I wanted to feel positive about. Oh. There you go. Yeah, tell us all the things. Wait, what was the third one? Oh, it's know. so hard. We also looked at a watch today that's designed for women, which means they put... Designed for women. They put, they put sparkles on it. It's rose gold and it has glossy crystals like everything else. Oh, it's so actually terrible. it was really funny. I was with... Um, a very senior person at a very large company yesterday, and I was like, what, what's your big takeaway from the show? And he's like, dude, fashion is everywhere here. Like, Swarovski <laughs> crystals, like, all over. And I was like, that's, I know some people who don't think that, who don't agree with you. It's so, just like, that's, that's what the big companies think. It's only one flavor of female. And it's such like, a small percentage. Why, like, well, I would never wear something like that. That's not me, that's not one you. One of our producers, Sophie, earlier, when, right before we started, made a great point, which is that, like, they're styling this for, like, older women. Like, and those older, like, more classically dressed women do not want a smartwatch yet. Right. Yeah. And so it's like, why are you styling this for people that don't even want the functionality? It doesn't make sense to me. <sighs> Still the displays. It's really <laughs> funny. They'll just, like, put a little purse. Like, literally, like, these pink headphones and then a purse next to it. It's like, Just because. And the purse is smaller than the headphones is the best part. You could never put the, head- the purse. Because well, you're wearing the headphones like, all the time. Oh yeah, constantly. Um, I mean, haven't you you seen popular advertising? There was (laughs) everyone's always jamming out in their headphones. There are these watches, and then just like flowers and jewels. (laughs) Because women love pink jewels and flowers. Like big, like plastic. Yep, just like some flowers, like not like fresh whatever flowers, just like a flower. Have you walked through the the, like Sony like built like a cool person's apartment? Mm -hmm. What did you think of that? Wait, I don't know if I walked through that because I didn't the think I Sony went to Sony was the thing that we went to that had the weird purse. That you were, remember the oh the bad Urban Outfitters display? Yes, yes. <laughs> that's what I thought. It looks like a it's bad like a cool Urban person's Outfitters. apartment, right? That's what that was supposed to be. Okay, there's a teepee for children there. Yeah, um, no, it's very confusing. Away. Like there's an entire array of things that there's like coloring books. Yeah. And like no, blankets. this was like amazing to me, and I and I was saying when we were walking around that I was like, I get what they're doing here, but it's executed so badly, and I'm really confused by it. I'm just gonna, I'm like, I'm surprised by how many of the booths just are like, are like nothing. They're not well styled. It's so weird yeah. because at fashion trade shows, like obviously we have fashion week, but we also have trade shows. All of the booths are like amazing looking. They look like yeah. little stores, like stores you'd want to be in. You know, they create environments and atmospheres, whatever. I'm like really surprised here. I'm also surprised that there aren't more like designed for Instagram moments because fashion week especially is just like lush with like anything you go to has the thing that you obviously want to take a picture in and the branding yeah. is there and whatever. I'm surprised by how few booths here have 
an area that like obviously you want to take a picture in. Well, you really, oh, really the only the only because place most that, of the booths here are full of cameras. Yes. <laughs> well, one of the booths that Michael actually liked was the Kodak booth. Yeah. The really? little house Kodak and house. Yeah. Because huh. we snapped it. Check um, out the Snapchat. Oh my God. <laughs> they have stickers there because analog. Today I was I was walking down a hallway with a large group of people mm-hmm. and Kirsten just appeared out of my peripheral vision walking backwards and like periscoping. You're snap, you're snapping I was snapping yeah. you. I was behind snapping you. Me. I you saw were. the little flag. I was like, look, there's you. I'm just saying these two are just popping up out of nowhere yeah. Snapchat. We will Snapchat so you. Yes. Yeah, watch it's out. Kind it's, of pretty, it's pretty wild. It's, it's fun, yeah. So Kirsten, <laughs> what have you seen that you're into? Um, what am I into? Yeah. Like... It's your first CS. Like, there's got to be crazy shit here you've never seen. Is, I'm just excited that people are finally executing on wireless headphones that don't, like, epically suck. Yeah. I still think that they all look like they're made for men, which is frustrating. Uh, I really like the Braggy Dash. I was into those. Yeah, those, um, are, those we did are a big great. piece. Yeah, and Sean, here, right? Sean wrote up a piece about it uh, that's really good. I, they're just black. You know what I mean? They're just, they're just one standard yeah. black. They're at least comfortable, which is yeah. helpful, which is, like, a huge thing. Um, but... If I'm putting something in my ear, I would like it to look as, as nice as like an earring that I would put in my ear. It should look like a piece of jewelry if I'm wearing it. Especially the wireless. Like headphones are yeah. signifiers though, right? Like yeah, white well, headphones were signifiers for a long time. Especially when you have the, the preconceived idea of like a hearing aid. No, so right. like you, you don't want to skirt the line between looking like a hearing aid and having that entire kind of stigma yeah. with it. Yeah, I'm. I was really excited about that. I'm trying to think if there's anything else that blew me away here. I don't know. What's That's, your overall experience of the whole thing like? <laughs> I, Sorry. I mean, it's Sorry, back Andrew. to it's back to the like. This just, show just really. feels like it's built for men, and I feel like I'm constantly being treated really weirdly. Hmm. And How someone it's actually really said to us, experience. Someone actually said it's to us, really like, look at the two little girls in the world what? of men. I'm not kidding. You. I had a security guard I'm help help you. me up yesterday, and like like push my body against his body and I was just like what is happening right now wait wait like I want to hear both these stories individually <laughs> we were yeah. like walking out of it we got off the golf cart and yep. we were walking in the like door 20 minutes ago. and I like we were like walking we both were in like this crazy state of like Ooh, we're like buzzing yeah, off we like go whatever get over there we yeah. gotta, you know we're in like in a rush like and I heard a man say that and I was like did I actually hear like in a state of like that couldn't have happened and I like, looked around and there was like three dudes like walking out the door and I was like that really I wow. also a lot of people don't assume that I'm media so they yell at me when I'm in the booth taking pictures because I look like I'm a like youngish female person well you are a youngish female yeah person. but like the thing is I'm wearing my badge oh, right. if you looked if you took one second to look down and check my badge you would know that it would be fine for me to be taking pictures but you're not even looking down at my badge because you're assuming that I am not a tech reporter right. it's just yeah. Makes my blood boil. We were <laughs> getting very like frustrated. Best buy buyer either. Like I don't know what I. But it's like I buy more tech than probably anyone here. Like <laughs> besides maybe YouTube. Like I just bought another Nexus phone for some reason. Another I, one? I'm okay. <laughs> just while we were talking. Um, it's weird. I, this show has, I mean, honestly, for years struggled to redefine it. Like the booth bay thing is actually really interesting to me, because five years ago, six years ago, this place was. Five years ago, Casio over here, they had a line of um, cameras that could shoot in slow motion. Yes. So they hired the cheerleaders from ASU to come here. Uh, And the cheerleaders like did cheer routines while people like took slow motion video of them. That's so 
that's uh, that's the other thing weird. that on every yeah. single like, TV that's the, here, that's like the level that we came down from right like Look at every TV. Look at literally 95% of the TVs. They're displaying women wearing not a full shirt. Really? Yes. Look, go look okay. at the demos of the TVs, except for... At the big companies like or the little companies? At the big companies, at, it's not. At the big companies, it's less of that. Okay. But, but you'll still... Places? Any other TV that isn't like Sony or Panasonic has a woman where I can see her mid-drift. Huh. Why? Why? Right. But no, so that's the thing. Well, that's actually a weird part about this show that we have never adequately figured out um, or explained or like written like it's a story but it's such an uncomfortable story it's the the assimilation into the cultural values of America and the West by little companies that come like for example two years ago like Huawei showed up for the first time and Huawei did a bunch of crazy embarrassing shit because they just didn't know. And then after a few years, Huawei has like a very nice Yeah, board. their booth is fine to me. Like they've yeah. got a really classy like Carly Kloss picture and ad with it. Like I was into that. Yeah, it's just, no, that part, that year. part's really weird. Like the watching people come here and like. And then like learn how to behave learn, properly. And then learn how to have a CES booth oh. is like really like, there's a whole globalization story that is like slowly happening, but it's just such a weird story to be like, First, the Korean companies came, and they did crazy weird shit. Mm-hmm. But now Samsung has the biggest booth here, and it's the classiest. And now the now the wave of Chinese companies is coming in and doing very strange things. And it's like, do you want to say those words out loud all the time? Well, I just did. So you know, <laughs> like, um, but that that is a story. Like we, I think we started telling that story two years ago at CES when Huawei and ZTE showed up like in force, and those booths were crazy. And now they've toned them way down, and there's like a new generation of younger companies that has no idea what they're doing. Uh, and I think that's a lot where that's te- like. There's a booth right over here that I was walking up, and I was like, "Wow, those ladies on the TVs aren't wearing any clothes." Um, and I, you know, yeah. like they're just gonna like someone will tell them this year, I'm sure, and they'll be back next year, or they won't be back at all because where do these companies come from? Mm. Where do their TVs go? I do not know. Who yeah. buys Walmart. these TVs? I know there's so many TVs here from companies that I've never heard of. But I'm surprised in general just by how much junk there is. Like, it's they like warned me about the level of junk, but I was even still a little surprised myself. I thought, like, I mean, it's like not like vetted. Like, who's vetting these people? Is it vetted? How do you just pay money? You don't have to, like, there's no like. How do you think we got this booth? <laughs> <laughs> like, the one that you're sitting in, what do you think happened? Like, did you, do you think I, I, like, mean, I, like, applied to college? There's no, but there's no, like, <laughs> Like, I wrote a personal... Panel? So, yeah, no. so at the events it, that you're at for, like, Yeah, like, fashion, fashion trade shows, there's, there, like, yeah. yeah, selection, but you can't just show... You can't... Anyone can't just go. It's free-for-all. Consumer electronics, baby. It's the money. It's the last bastion of freedom. kind of hard to vet this kind of a show. I mean, like, how would you vet this kind of thing? Oh, let's see a prototype. We need like that an application, out, you know, like a little bit of information. An application and a little bit of information, <laughs> just a tiny bit. Well, so there are places, there are parts of the show that are slightly more curated, right? So there's like Eureka Park, where all the startups are. There is, I think, the part of the show that you were in, um, more of the wearable companies. Yeah. There, the show is getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Um, but some of the, some of that curation is just convention. Like it's just tradition that all the crazy car companies are in the North Hall. Right. And that, like, this part of the South Hall is, like, for meeting rooms. Like, there's, I don't know how much of that is, like, the rules and how much of it is just, like, it's always been this way. And, like, Sony always pays this much money to have that space. And you, if you had that space last year, you get first dibs on it this year. Right. And so it just sort of it evolves that way. Sorry. Um, 
breaking news. Working in the middle breaking of the news. Uh, the FBI raided a Chinese hoverboard company's Isn't booth. Isn't that hilarious? Yeah, oh, right? No. It's pretty good. It's Federal one, Yeah, because one wheel was like, you're copying us. We have trademarks. La, la, la. But now there's or video of it on Bloomberg. Of the raid. The oh, hoverboard raid. That's yes, probably the most raid. exciting thing that's happened. Yeah. That's awesome. I saw Wait. Fetty Watt play four songs at the Google Chromecast. Oh, that yeah, was actually so you're so on the party awesome. beat. You know this, right? Uh, I know. I got assigned, like, I mean, I just know what I'm going to, but then I saw, like, an assignment, and I was like, I'm sorry, what? Yeah. <laughs> you're assigned to party. Can you you're handle assigned? it? Have you gotten any good party invites, or are we just sending you to party? I don't even know how this works. Um, well, last night was the one I was looking forward to. Fetty yeah. Was good. That it was Google party was awesome. So, I had three tequilas at 6.30 p.m. That's <laughs> like, a lot. by 6.30 p.m. <laughs> They had lots what of snacks, but like, that's still a lot. I don't even drink tequila. Like, yeah. <laughs> you were just in the spirit. You were just Is in the spirit. Is that what they were handing spirit. out? That's what that drink no. was? Oh, God. I didn't take that drink. Um. Anyway, You're yeah. just a young girl in the man's world. <laughs> no, it was really weird being drinking. there because, like, imagine the CES crowd, and it's also a Fetty Wap show. There was that one mm. woman that we saw that was, like, totally yeah. bridging the gap. She had on, like, a leather skirt, like, an all-black outfit that was really sleek and stylish. And then she had, oh, and then she had a, a black Fitbit, Fitbit Force on. Mm-hmm. A Force? Um, I think. Is the Force the one with the little... No, the Force no. is the, the, the Force th- is old. If this it's, person is as stylish as you're saying, they didn't have an old Fitbit. They had the they Fitbit had the that's this wide and has the tiny little that's, display on that's it. That's the charge. The charge, yeah. yeah. So there was the Fitbit charge. I know my Fitbit. But <laughs> Nicola and I didn't even notice it at first. Like, the woman was standing in front of us, and we looked at her, and we didn't notice that she was wearing a fitness tracker at the first moment. No. Which, for me, yeah, is like... Yeah, it didn't like, scream like... Yeah, it wasn't like, I'm oh, technology. Which is, <laughs> I thought it was a really, like, I never sorry. see that kind of a successful outfit Yeah. with a fitness tracker. It's pretty cool. President Obama wears a surge every day. Tell you, man. Yeah, and he's a real fashionable guy. <laughs> he's got a look about him. He's all right. No, I'm just getting. Uh, I'm getting the hard no look from Nick. I mean, he's he just a man. He doesn't. He doesn't, he doesn't dress horribly. There you go. He That's dresses a win. like a president. That's a win. Which so, is a thing. Which is uh, has a blueprint. It's like yeah. you kind of know what you're gonna wear yeah. as Prezi. As Prezi. Wow, guys. Um, so, did you watch any of the press events? That was the worst segue that I've ever made in my life. But did you watch any of the press events? Um, I watched the car come out underneath the sheet in the pink room on Snapchat. Oh, you watched the Faraday Future announcement you got on Snapchat. Yes. yes. Yeah. Wow. I watched that from like four different angles of like different people that I knew that were in that room, kind of as a game for myself to like watch all of you guys get so excited about it. And then the like the like coming down afterwards, like it was super <laughs> funny. Yeah. That's hilarious. Do they That's not it. pull sheets off of things at fashion shows? What are you going to pull a sheet off of? The people, well, human on top beings of a wearing clothing. If you think of you come out of a runway, so you're coming behind, you're coming from behind the stage. So that's the equivalent. So yes. next year Ford has to drive a car down a runway through a sheet. It probably <laughs> will be. Have you been over to the car hall? No. So if you guys are want to see like the last bastion of the true crazy, you got to go because like the subwoofer yeah. companies are still there. The like monster truck with the world's biggest speaker. Like the loudest truck in the world, like all that stuff is still over well, there. Well, they they also tend to try to get away with more with like yeah, their it's just crazier. And, yeah, yeah. But oh. then there's, there's also, also there's more garbage up there too. Like they, they used to have. Speaking of the loudest car in the world, we're just nice. just the loudest speaker company ever. Hello. They mean they're literally right behind us. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you just want to listen to that much. Be like, yeah, that speaker sounds great. And you turn it off. <laughs> Um, no, that's great. No, play that hooting noise again. That was really, <laughs> really, really sonically pleasing. Um, but then the real car companies have started showing up in force. Yeah. So like Toyota has a massive booth. Ford and GM have these massive booths, and it's all. 
I said Ford at the Ford stage, and then lasers started <laughs> shooting into my brain. Um, I'm gonna go there. It sounds cool. I think I'll like it. That's uh, that's the one where it's like I feel like car companies can put a booth together. <laughs> really, I like that you're like you're we'll really see. critiquing the interior design of these booths. Like they're that's trade so show much booths. a part of it. It's Eli, a trade show. Back to what we were talking uh, about. What do you think of the Samsung stuff. booth? Fort Samsung. Call it what it is. I call it Samsung City. No, it's Fort Samsung because okay. it's got walls. Is that the one that's like white? That's the one that we. I don't know that we walked you through that one. And people were waiting in line for there the was big so TV that you can see from outside people. of the line. They remember the booth that we passed that was all white, and there was like a thousand people. We were like, we're yeah. not fighting through that. That was Samsung. Yeah, the crowds are crazy. Yeah. People are all about that Samsung fridge. You have to like oh, yeah. push someone over. The fridge yeah. is hot. Which, right by now. the way, you cannot interact with. They only have demo reels going. Yeah, and the fr- the doors aren't real. They don't open. Well, there's like there's some like dummy fridges, and then there's actual real fridges behind like things, and you have to ask special permission to go Ooh. open the doors, why and then you, you can't. Why would you want the Samsung fridge over the like LG fridge, the like knocked to transparent fridge? Oh, because like, you're I don't know Samsung. Would you buy a fridge Samsung with a touchscreen? If you walked into somebody's house, like you were I don't know whatever you do, why, why, for whatever reason you walk into somebody's house and you see that they have a touchscreen refrigerator, what's the first thought you buy? Besides, please turn off that music. I would think, ooh, I would have a really conflicting feeling of like, I like the way you live, and also like, we're probably not gonna get along in a really <laughs> authentic way. <laughs> like, we can be going out friends, but like, we're probably not gonna like have Well, when talks. that fridge costs like $10,000, yes. it's like, that's the moment. If the fridge costs like a normal fridge amount and they had that, I'd be like, sweet. How much does a normal fridge cost? Oh my gosh, uh, I have no idea. Do you know I would three nine nine five two thousand dollars. I don't no know. Idea. Does anybody here know how much a fridge or refrigerator costs? Like, like average in your mind. Two thousand. We've got a crowd. Can anybody just name? Yeah. One thousand. But you're just like I don't know the answer 1, either. One thousand one, Bob. So literally, you can say any number that you want. <laughs> And I don't know that you can Google average price of <laughs> Is a refrigerator. Is fridge $1,000? Hold on. I'm Googling average know. price of a refrigerator. We know a lot about technology, we swear. I, I, I mean, when was the last time you got to be able to get a fridge for like 500 bucks. The average cost in 2013 of a fridges. side-by-side refrigerator with a through-the-door ice water maker. Where did this come from? Why is Cleveland.com <laughs> writing about this? They uh, SEO'd that. $1,109. Wow. Prior, oh. But the new efficiency standard raised it to $1,197. Okay. Hmm. Sweet. Yeah. Fridges are no small so, yeah. Do you wanna- so I'm just saying you can buy a fridge about as often as you buy a laptop. Right. But you don't want to do that much. You want to be in the fridge person. upgrade cycle. You wait till that thing really, 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 really doesn't work. When, you're, when your fridge's totally fan starts working. spinning constantly, constantly. Yeah. <laughs> when your fridge touchscreen starts restarting itself because I it was, you it wait until hard. the white turns yellow on the plastic. No, fridges are, dude. We we, we went through the stainless steel phase. Yeah, it's then stainless we, steel. There was a color no, phase no, matte black, for like two right? years. Yeah, there was like a piano black and like a piano white phase for about two years. Yeah. And now it's black stainless steel. Oh, you right. missed it. I got to show you this. I, we should make a video of you just reacting to LG and Samsung like executives being like, it's the age of black stainless steel. <laughs> the revolution has been like, it's like that level of like deep, crazy. So much hype. So yeah. much crazy hype. Like he's like, LG fridge. has been leading the black stainless steel revolution. <laughs> and we've done it again with this washing machine. And it's like, what? That's amazing. Yeah. I like the spirit. I just, I don't know. I'm going to buy new appliances now. Wow, some of these are really expensive. <laughs> I'm just looking at refrigerators. <laughs> this is how it begins. You're going to buy a fridge on the Bridgecast, too? What if I bought a refrigerator? No. That no. was a bad idea. Don't. I should not have said that what out if, loud. What if, I mean, you know, I bought dumber stuff on this Bridgecast. Yeah. 
You know, the thing about your fridge, Eli, is it's pretty old. Oh, no, it's I happening. saw it. It wasn't very oh good. My, my fridge is five years old. Yeah. It's older than my laptop, and I think it's time for me to just purchase a random... Poor Becky. <laughs> <laughs> this poor woman. <laughs> now I want to know how much other things cost, like a microwave. I think you could get that for like one fifty. <laughs> oh no, you can get a cheap microwave I like for like. Six I, I have a microwave that looks like an original iMac. It's I like, like that really we're just playing the prices right. I was thinking about buying a microwave recently. So actually, actually, and then what happened? And then I'm still thinking about it. Conti- continue with this <laughs> riveting I, tale. I want to be able to make sweet potatoes there, really fast. Are there microwave? I haven't seen a microwave here. In yeah, they have tons of microwaves. Where are the okay. microwaves? I they just seen didn't put any touchscreens in them. Oh, so not cloud just why isn't there a microwave where the whole screen. front of it is a screen and then there's a camera inside it so when the food's in there they'll turn that on but otherwise it's just a computer in my kitchen. That's what I want. I want a microwave with a with a giant iPad duct taped to the front of it. <laughs> so right now a Samsung that. engineer just got up from that chair <laughs> sprinting back. He's like, I've got it. <laughs> CS 2017. Don't tempt them, Dieter. Don't Finally, tempt them. Like, I know what to do. He's calling up the CEO. He's like, I've got it, sir. Straight from the horse's mouth. <laughs> I taped a Galaxy nope. tab to this microwave. <laughs> I built a rough prototype. Um, what I'm Aww. really hoping for is that when they break down the show, we can go buy those fridges for super cheap. Because no, they don't work. Because so they you don't can fly like, it home with you to New York. Well, because no, they don't want to fly any of the stuff home yeah. to Korea or China or Japan. So like a lot of when you walk around when they're breaking the show down, you can just like buy the TVs <gasps> for a dollar. Yeah. So. But then you. Have but to how ship would it. you get? Yeah. Well, is there like a Las Vegas house tours like series to be done around this of like people who who buy all of this stuff and have like these really nice like crazy houses because they just live locally? They're, are there flippers? They just show like, up. Like are people CS. flipping the gadgets? Well, I think that you just found a lucrative side hustle. I can't believe I'm talking out loud about this. I just keep it inside <laughs> my head. <laughs> this is Project Figurehead. Yeah, Project Figurehead. Nick is now fails. Final I'm going to start flipping <laughs> gadgets. Oh, yep. Nick Lowe, how, you, how did you achieve your meteoric success? Well, I plotted my way onto the 14th floor of Vox Media, <laughs> and I started flipping old TVs at CES. <laughs> That's great. No, we, we should do that. What is it? This is like nine years ago now I bought a bunch of stuff for a dollar from like the, there's a whole haul of just Chinese like clone vendors yeah. that sell nothing but like knockoff Kindles and iPads and I bought a bunch of them for like a dollar a couple of years ago it was wild uh, alright it's a sample out. sale of tech kind of alright we have to wrap it up unfortunately but we're doing this again tomorrow we'll be back here tomorrow well, I want I? some positive adventures tomorrow. Yeah. Think about okay. it. I mean, the golf cart was positive. Yeah, we had a great yeah. golf cart ride. You told me a negative story about the end of the golf cart. Well, that didn't happen on the golf cart. The golf cart itself was great. Oh, yeah. And that's the lighting such was a good beautiful. Mood. How did yeah. you end up on the golf cart? We walked up, and it was there for us. Yes, man. Vegas. How do you end up know. in a golf cart? You just do. Exactly. I usually end up in limousines, so I don't wow. know. That's what well, I'm trying to get to. teach us, Tonight, yeah. Tonight's a limo night. Mark it. I don't know what that means. Mark it in your limo book. Wait, am I supposed to be here tomorrow? I don't know if you want to. Do you yeah, want I to? Can be here. All right, we'll think about it. <laughs> Keep mulling it over. All right, that's the Birdcast. Uh, thank you so much for listening. We are doing it every single day at CES, um, which at this point I believe does not actually end. No, um, never. We're it's just going to roll right into next year's CES. Yep. Um, please listen to our other. I don't know. There's stuff I say at the end of the show. Please listen to what I encourage you, the listeners, to do is go back to a show that was recorded before CES. Skip to the end. Control Alt Delete. Listen to the end of the show. Oh, Kristen, just that's that's me trying to do that. (laughs) Uh, Just name other shows. Uh, Recode has a podcast. Listen to the hell out of that one. Just nonstop. Uh, Kirsten, what are some social channels that they should uh, engage You on? should follow us if you want to see some of Nicholas and I's adventures. We're at Verge on Snapchat. 
Uh, you should also check out our Facebook videos because we have been rolling out some really awesome ones, including live videos, also featuring Nicola. So facebook.com slash The Verge. Awesome. Well, that's it. We'll be back tomorrow at some time, 4 p.m. here. Uh, it won't be live, so 99% of the people listening to this have no use for that information, but now you have it in your car. There you Goodbye. go. Rock Bye. And roll. Rock and roll. Bye.